we're smooth. Back. <laughs> we are back. Did you like that fade transmission? That was beautiful. We are back after a long break. Um, where were you? Where was I? I was busy with uni work, I'll be honest. Where were you, Abdurrahman? I was also <laughs> busy with uni work. I mean, since like any excuse passes these days. Because nobody's here to double check our facts. Or are they? Are they? Well, Omar's not here. He was supposed to be here. Where is he? Also busy with uni work. Bernie's <laughs> <laughs> helping his sister pack. She's traveling this weekend. Oh, uh, safe flight. Safe flight. And safe packing. Safe packing if there is a flight and if there safe is packing. Flight. Yeah, I know, definitely. Spotify, come on. Um, anyways, so the have you been watching the Euros? Well, well uh, if someone saw your podcast, they would uh, be like, no, they haven't. <laughs> we have been on and off, I think. Different games we've been catching. Um, definitely saw the games yesterday, the final day of group, group stage F. game, group F games between Germany I and... Saw, I saw this one tweet. Yeah. Um, I think you retweeted it. Okay. It was called, it, it tweets them like, it's directed by who? Uh, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan, because <laughs> we've been watching for hours and you have no we've, idea what's going on. We have on. no idea what's sponsors you know what to do hit us up we're still we're, we're not begging but we would shameless kindly Shame request <laughs> um all right so no let, let's you can, get you can tell we're tired we are we are <laughs> tired uni work um, let's get straight into it okay um, let's get into it group stages what did you make of them who are your star performers who were the teams that messed up well Okay, just going straight off the bat, mm -hmm. no order, urgent, yeah. one order, you know. Why, why not? I, th I think let's go in order. Yeah, group, group by group. group by yeah, group. all right, so that, group A. That, that makes more sense. Consisting of uh, Turkey, Italy, uh, Wales, and Switzerland, I believe. Well, just start off, right? Yeah. Italy were, I'm not going to lie, Italy were probably the star surprise for me, mm -hmm. the whole tournament. I like, called I didn't, it. I didn't. I called it a bit of mine. You called me a madman. I, I called, didn't call you a madman. I called it. I probably called you mad. Yeah, no. that doesn't make it much better, does it? <laughs> no, I probably didn't call you a madman. Mm. Like, unless if it's done on a podcast, I haven't. Um, I, I didn't think he would, He I'm th I didn't think they would perform so well mm. as a team. Yeah. But then again, their group has been very, very suspiciously bad. Yeah, that's you know? true. Turkey. Turkey. Quite the opposite. You terrible, thought, you terrible. You thought they'd be great, and they were yeah. like absolutely garbage. Yeah. Um, I'm really happy, happy for Gareth Wales. <laughs> They've performed really well. Gareth Wales. Um, so um, I think that was, you know, I think they've done well and they've gone through. Yeah, and Switzerland as well going through. Um, well, I'm Shakir, you're always turning up. I don't neutral. know. <laughs> I'm neutral in Switzerland. <laughs> so yeah, that's it is what it is. Italy. Um, what about you? What, what, uh, you said you called Italy. Yeah, I called them my my predicted winners. I think they were going to win the tournament. Did you, did you think Jorginho was just going to carry on the mm, Champions League form? Not just Jorginho. I thought the midfield of Jorginho, Barella, and Verratti was too strong. Oh, man, Barella has been so good. And mm. with Verratti, I think they make like two of the possibly best ball carriers mm. in the whole Euros. Yeah. And I'm, saying, I'm putting them ahead of... France's midfield in mm. terms of ball carrying. Yeah. And Maybe even Croatia is with Modric and Kovacic. 
Yeah, we've seen and Kovacic. We've seen how Kovacic has played. I don't think it like you know there's any star study like. <laughs> no, no, but like, um, yeah, no. And the thing is, Verratti hasn't been able to break into the first team. He played that rotation game, the third game yeah, when Locatelli. Yeah, I think yeah, he's been coming off like on a very mm. injury-plagued season yeah. with PSG. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, Locatelli, like he played great in those first two. I. Caught him in my fantasy team. And mm. <laughs> that guy got benched. Um, yeah, a lot of people have faced Manchini, that problem. Mancini's is really doing the Pep Guardiola. I think it's like. Yeah, but he's got the class. Did you see that picture with the <sighs> blazer thrown over the shoulder? I mean, I, what a I guy. know it's always like kind of difficult to see who's been the better player. But yeah, we've got a few stand up better mm. managers, and I think Mancini definitely mm. is probably won both of our groups. Up there, um, let's let's keep this uh, going. Um, I'll move on straight to Group Two. Um, Belgium number one, Denmark, Finland finishing third but not qualifying, and Russia fourth. Let's let's start with Russia. You know what? We saw them have like that ridiculously good World Cup 2018, where it felt like they were high on something. Remind me where the 2018 World Cup was. Where was it? Golovin was like the guy, the and most. Where is he? <laughs> He was playing. He was playing. Yeah, I know. It, 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 it kind of felt like he had like Lord of the Rings, you know, the ring from Lord yeah. of the Rings. Because he disappeared. He disappeared. Um, but yeah, no, um, you wouldn't have expected them to finish fourth, though. I mean, below the likes of Finland, who I think this is their first I professional I, tournament. I, I didn't think they would finish fourth. Mm-hmm. I was actually backing them given on their form. Yeah. I mean, they knocked out Spain for, like, mm-hmm. you know, on penalties, right? Mm-hmm. So I was expecting them to go into like the knockouts. Yeah. So it was a surprise for me. Um, because again, our reference is gonna be fantasy. So yeah. like, you know, when I was drafting on my fantasy team, I, I had, I had like a player that I was considering, mm-hmm. for, and I was like, perhaps, perhaps not. Yeah. Cheap players and whatnot, but yeah, that's largely disappointing on Russia's behalf. Mm. Um, happy for Finland, though. Yeah. I think it's like their first major tournament. Yeah. And third place first, is not first bad. First major yeah. tournament for Finland. And third place. And they... I mean, if they hadn't gotten hammered by a Belgium, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, they could have probably made it through as well. Yeah. Um, now, let, let's talk about um, Denmark. Um, yeah. You know, first of all, we got to talk about Christian Eriksen. Um, safe recovery. Uh, hope care. he's hope life, he's back very soon. I mean, yeah, life is more important than football. Yeah. Um, no matter what people say in the heat of the moment, life and health. Yeah. More um, important than football. Denmark lost their first two games. Yeah. And still managed to finish second. Or oh, like a huge victory in the last well, game. Uh, I I really heavily want to talk about that first game. Okay. Um, there yeah. there is so much straight up BS and just nonsensical claims that mm. are you kidding me that you really think that the Danish players just voluntarily got up oh let's finish this match yeah I am not buying that like just cause UEFA releases a press yeah like, like these guys are so gu- I'm a gullible person like I'm not even kidding I'm, scammers don't I'm, listen I'm to this I'm a gullible this. person I'm not even kidding like, yeah. generally because yeah. if you tell me something I'm going to believe you and then you're like ah jokes I'm like oh okay yeah 
how are these guys just eating up UEFA garbage? Yeah. Just because it comes from UEFA.com doesn't mean it's authentic. Like, you know, so I don't know if you heard, but um, they were given the option mm-hmm. to finish that match on that, that day. day. Or the next day. Or the next day. Or if not, take a 3-0 forfeit defeat. Or, yeah. So the options were, you play now, you play tomorrow, or you lose. And we wouldn't have heard of this, by the way, if it wasn't for Kasper Schmeichel's father saying this. Yeah. It wasn't one of the, the players. It, it wasn't one of the UEFA people. It wasn't one of the players who featured in the game. It was obviously like a person, I guess, not related. And But just think about it. It's ridiculous. Just, just think about it, right? At that time and moment... All right, Ericsson has said, go on and play. Well, he's not going to ask for his teammates to take like, a 3-0 defeat. Yeah, yeah, like 3-0 defeat, they're definitely out of the tournament. Yeah. Because even if they, okay, they have to beat Belgium, that's not happening. That's not happening. So they have to beat the other team like 5-0. And then hope through. for a goal difference. Just if yeah. hope that like Belgium doesn't hammer them. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. And I could honestly, I mean, there were some people that were like, no, the players decided to play. Mm. No, they really Brain didn't. Cells, where art thou? Like, yeah. Come on, like just think about it. And I just don't think that was a fair settlement given to the Danish players at that time and moment. Just because, put yourself in that dressing room, right? Mm. If you've played any team sport at any level, even if it was like in year two, like you know, soccer yeah. or football with like. You know, after school, easier if you were playing three-a-side football in your backyard, right? You know, the emotions are very riled up in that moment. Mm-hmm. How are you expecting the Danish teammates who've known Ericsson for perhaps 20 years, some of them from longer uh, club football, yeah. right? Some 15 years, some 10 years. They don't know if he's going to live or die. You could see them on the pitch. They were they, crying. They were in tears. You don't yeah. know if they're going to live or die. Most of those players turned their backs when they were standing, yeah. covering him around. They couldn't like even bear to think the fact that, you know, something might happen here. We don't want to... So, yeah. you're expecting the same guys to go on and say, yeah, we're okay to play another 50 minutes of yeah. football. You can't even think about adding two and two together. Like, yeah. just doing simple mental math. Uh, just... Other dec- disgraceful. I think they sh- should have just rescheduled it rescheduled, for like, like. Yeah. Look at the time that we have now. We had three day gap. Yeah. One of these days, I think would have been more than fitting. Like they could have scheduled it for today. Yeah. Literally nothing happening today. There would be no difference whatsoever no difference because there would still be a day off tomorrow and the day after for them to recover. And if there was, and if there were going to be group clashes, yeah, it would just have been one more match. Yeah. And they could have scheduled now. Yeah. TV. Rights and whatnot matters more to you, huh? Yeah. Saviors of the football. Yeah. Um, well, Abdurrahman's Denmark, well, UEFA rant has come to its... Con- UEFA, well, rant. <laughs> UEFA rant. has come to its conclusion. Let's talk about group leaders Belgium. De Bruyne back, Hazard back. Excited? Um, De Bruyne, I would say, has been a great injection mm. into that Belgium team. Mm. You've seen him play, right? Like, yeah. Hazard's still... Yeah, his way, but he's De Bruyne said the ground running. De Bruyne had an instant impact, a goal and an assist. I have a question for you. Yeah, what do you think about that defense? So far, it's been that all attack, but Mm. with all due respect to Denmark, Finland, and Russia, Mm -hmm. not on steroids. Yeah, um, they don't really (laughs) pose a threat. 
pose like you know they're not the most potent attack right yeah, yeah. you don't really look at them and be like oh the defenders are shivering mm. shiver me timbers yeah. right it's more like well we'll create we'll clear out the crosses mm. you know we just have to defend the corners yeah it's not proper defending yeah so what do you make out of those defenders when they go on and face the likes of uh, well you know they're not they're not they big, they, big, 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 they face big, portugal we'll go on to that team yeah right? um was the likes of like ronaldo Diego jota yeah um no i personally i don't know like obviously their attack in midfield is like you know head and shoulders clear of most of the teams here um and their keeper obviously yeah but the defense obviously there are problems there are concerns regarding Alderweireld's age Vertonghen's age um Boyata and Denier not being you know up to speed their fullbacks as well Munier and whatnot um I just think that in these tournaments sometimes teams if they have one problem they can just sort of you know paper over it they can ride their luck and they can just make it through and I feel like for Belgium they have like outstanding as I said you know Courtois and goal um they have forwards, midfielders, whatever, of the highest quality. I feel like defense, um, I feel like they can, they, can, they can actually win this because it is concerning, but, I mean, name me one team that's won a tournament that has just completely dominated tournament from attack to defense in every department. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah. But then I think in tournaments, especially knockout football, yeah. having a good defense is more important than having a... Mm. Because it's knockout football. You yeah, the game nil nil. Yeah, you know, or you go out on a counter. Especially finals, which tend to yeah. No, yeah, I get you. You really need that solid back yeah. And just looking back to in the 2018 World Cup, mm -hmm. right against France. Yeah, I mean yeah. that Belgium team. I think still had a better defense than you know a lot of these guys were younger. Yeah, the world and stuff like they were actually on form. Yeah, Vermaelen was benched yeah. somewhat so right. And just thinking about it, now it's the same defense three years later. Mm -hmm. I haven't got any younger, mm -hmm. right? Haven't got any better. Mm -hmm. No star player has come out, you know, unlike yeah. you could say Thorgan Hazard, right? Or Carrasco, who's back as well. Carrasco's in top form, yeah. Hit, hit top form. Uh, forward players, forward, forward players, players, yeah. No one on defense, no one in the back line that you can be like, mm. you know what, these guys are actually like solid defenders. One defender who did have a good season was Castagna, but he got injured and yeah, he might not play again. That is so true. Uh, yeah, and now his replacement's Munier, and, so and <laughs> here we are. Well, I think Munier, he would have made it anyways, mm. um, despite being the cause of Real Madrid's problem for the last three years. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I I hope Belgium go far because they've been the dark horses and th this is literally their golden generation. Yeah. And I don't know how much longer it will be sustained or how much longer they'll be able to keep it, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, Belgium to win the World Cup prediction, yes, no? World Cup? Uh, Euro, World sorry. Cup? I would say they're my top three. Top three. Alongside yeah. Italy? And France. And France. Okay, perfect. Um, group C. Clear favorites. Clear clear with the nine points. Netherlands. Netherlands. And then we have Austria. Your new boy, David Alaba. Yeah. First playing winger, then playing center back, then playing winger again. I mean, I think he just takes it as like <laughs> astro football, like 
you know, five-sided, your logo, mm. like, small pitch of grass or something. It's yeah. like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm playing there, right? I'm, yeah. I'm surprised it's not like goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, third place. Too good with his hands. Third place, who did make it? Ukraine, and finally Macedonia with the young Goran Pandev playing his last international <laughs> game. Well, um, I think for them, I think it was just like a huge achievement that the mm. fact that they made it. They even course. made it, yeah. Um, but just Netherlands, Netherlands, probably the standout team. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you? What are your take on that? Why aren't they getting the hype? The fact that you know the likes of Italy mm-hmm. have gotten. Because they've performed better mm. overall, defensively, offensively, mm. right? But why is Italy getting all this, you know, all the fireworks and plaudits? I feel like there's a lot more star players in Italy than there are in Netherlands. You've got Depay, who okay. is probably not considered as good as uh, Immobile. Immobile just had one of the best seasons in okay. Italian football. That's uh, a give or take. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't think there's too much to go on there. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's one standout player. In Italy? No, in, 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 in that Nether- comparison oh, okay. between Depay and Immobile. Okay. Immobile has been good, but he plays for Lazio. The, and the, Depay the, just got himself transferred to Barcelona. The only difference is that Depay is their star man, whereas Italy have at least five, six different star men. Okay. Fair enough. Um, you could make the same argument about Wijnaldum. He just got himself a move to PSG. Yeah. But then you've got Barella, Jorginho, Verratti in the other midfield, you know, and you don't have that firepower. You have Frankie, but again, okay. Netherlands like in defense, obviously, that's with Italy, you got to consider their defense. I mean, uh, yeah, they got the names, but like... They got the names, but... You know, we, we know the names of Tyrannosaurus Rex as well, like... It doesn't mean they're going to be any good to anyone right now. Like, it's history. I mean, when was the last time that you ever saw a football game and you were like, wow, Bonucci, man, he still got it. I mean, you can say that, but then again, Italy haven't conceded. That first game Netherlands played, yeah, they were 2-0 up and it became 2-2 just like that in a matter of minutes. You know, they were very shaky. Their, their wing backs especially, you know, they bombed down the wings a lot and you know they're they leave in a lot of space so you know florenzi you see him not go forward as much as dumfries or spinazola with yeah yeah i think uh, like he had quality but like i think it's probably quite a standout burst of um what's it called three games for him Mm -hmm. so far yeah um netherlands impressing a lot of people as well you know De Boer with his Premier League record. Yeah. Seven um, games, seven, seven defeats. Seven games, seven defeats. Zero goals scored. Uh, Jose Mourinho uh, speech. Yeah. Um, fair enough. I, I would say I put Netherlands to qualify till the semis given mm-hmm. their bracket, which we'll yeah. soon talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about how disappointing, um, you know, no, we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Ukraine and Austria qualifying, okay. and what their qualification means. Is it, like, I mean, the fact that they qualified out of the group stage. Yeah. That's pretty much their tournament, right? Mm. I'm, I'm sure that mm, both of those teams, especially given that the, now the tournament had three, sorry, four three third-place teams qualifying, 
and North Macedonia, probably, obviously, you know, yeah. with their first tournament, they weren't expected. I think both of those teams would have expected to qualify into the round of 16. So they've done what was required. Like the minimum expectation. Yeah, minimum. Right? Now, from here forward, wherever they go, like even if they make it to the quarterfinals, and they get through their round of 16 fixtures, I think that would be like a positive for them mm. because both of those teams are probably, you know, not the favorites in their respective ties. Okay, fair enough. Which we'll get into very soon. Um, um, just yeah. one thing. Uh, we talked about, uh, we talked about uh, you know, Gareth Bale before. Yeah. Gareth Wales. You can, you can make the same argument for Yarmolenko. This guy plays for West Ham, but you've yeah, never but, seen but him play he, for West Ham. Yarmolenko has been insane. insane. I think he had that game where he scored two goals yeah. against the Dutch. Yeah. You know these, these wingers, these <laughs> Gareth Bale, Shakiri, Yarmolenko, they just turn, turn up for up the countries. The yeah. Um, mean, who are we saying? It's like we were always like just getting out of me, but like Renato Sanchez, right? Renato Sanchez. He only San turns up to the Euros. <laughs> Honestly. 2016, 2020. Ne next time we'll see him is 2024. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also a field winger. <laughs> he had a really good season, though. Yeah. I mean, okay. he had a very, very good he season. Did, he did. Yeah. Um, should definitely be starting all of Portugal's remaining games. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, it's a no-brainer, yeah. honestly. Um, all right. We'll get into the Portuguese team and that group later. Group D. Football's coming home. England would Raz Raza Sterling scoring both the goals. Um... All two of them. All two of them. Wow. Um, I wonder how did how did how they do it. England first, Croatia second, with uh, only one game, uh, one win. Sorry, um, Czech Republic third. Um, although they impressed a lot of people this tournament, and finally Scotland. Well, well played Scotland. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think for them. The fact that they got to the Euros, the Euros again. This was after like a long time, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the, like internationally, Scotland yeah. really hasn't been up there. Yeah. They, they had a couple of good guys, right? Like they have a good team building around. They have a Robertson and then ten other players. No, they have Robertson. They have Tierney. They had like what's it called? Tierney's been unfit for like the longest time. Fair enough, but like Scott McTotts and Scotty McTotty. Yeah, yeah. They got a few good guys and McGinn mm. as well, right? Yeah. So like. You would have ex you, you, mm. it's 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 Stoke City FC. Yeah. But it's nice to see like a, I mean with international football, right? Mm. It's it's a little less predictable. Yeah. Because you got a lot of star players, but very little chemistry. Yeah. So it can go either way. Regardless, it was fun to watch. They came. Mm -hmm. They showed up. Mm -hmm. Um, just looking at Croatia though, right? How disappointing were Croatia? Like. Personally, for me, mm -hmm. they are like shades worse than 2018. Mm -hmm. I felt like their drop has been very comparable to Russia's. Okay. And now you start to wonder mm -hmm. what were Croatia taking at the 2018 World Cup? I, I wouldn't Apart from those retirements, of course. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say it was a disappointing tournament from them, considering the fact that I don't know, there were most of those knockout fixers in the last World Cup, they had to win on penalties or extra that time. They took it true. right to the very end. And again, we saw them take but it they were right like to underdogs the underdogs as well. Mm. Right? That, that, that was their story, the underdog story. Yeah. 
And to be honest, they were the second favorites in this group probably, and yeah. they finished number two. Number two, yeah. Even though it was on the last day, but um, I feel like that midfield of Modric, Kovacic, Brozovic, and then they have Perisic as well, turning up another tricky winger yeah. who just always turns up for the country, you know, doing the business. I wouldn't say they've been disappointing. I think I would have expected that off of them. Um, going forward from here, let's see how far they go. I don't think they're going to go into the semifinals. I think quarterfinal would be a good success for them. I think, I think you know, I felt like they needed that revamp <coughs> with everything going on. Um, Rakitic retired, mm -hmm. Mandzukic retired, Lovren injured. Oh, the three uh, key men. <laughs> I mean, it, it was, regardless of how funny it was, but oh. like that core, yeah. you know, was still important to Croatia. And now... It's just not there anymore. I think that game against Czech Republic was the only disappointing one from Croatia's point of view. And you could argue that... Even England, I felt like... Mm. England didn't play anyone off the pitch. Let's get into England right now. Let's like, let's dig into England them. England didn't really... Like, the kind of football they played was... Gareth Southgate football. I felt it was worse than 2018. Oh, for sure. So... Gareth Southgate was in 2018 as well. So, what's the problem? Like, it's not the players. The players have gotten better. The, no, the problem is Gareth Southgate. Before what he achieved with the team were the underdogs, were the, you know, the crap team, the crap players with the John Stones and whatnot. Now, all of a sudden, these players have become good. And the John Stones. Now, now they're the favorites, or you know, the stronger team in these games. You expect them to play different. You expect them to, you know, take games by the throat or whatever yeah. and it's just not it's the same I, th I feel like the football is very similar or the same because the world cup i think you might be forgetting they were playing a 5-1-4 formation with dyer as the lone midfielder I, I the whole time very, very clearly. yeah and that was honestly that was disgusting football but it got the job done i mean that was just knocking in crosses yeah like, that was for harry Kane to clean up the messes yeah either coming off defenders or just Falling. Winning some crap penalty and yeah. then yeah, this time zero goals, zero Just, goals. I I feel, I feel like this kind of football. Like I'm glad they for them. I'm glad that they got out of the group mm -hmm. because now they can continue playing this kind of football in the knockouts. Yeah. This kind of football, like you know, you can just shithouse your way through in the knockouts. Yeah. But you can't play this kind of football in the group stage because mm. you can end up drawing three games and be knocked out. That's true. But they're through. They're through. And uh, who do they play? Oh, Germany. Germany. So good luck to them. They'll yeah. need it. Um, well, they'll really need it. Yeah. Um, uh, let's uh, move on to the next group then. Next group. The Alexander Isak group. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sweden first. Spain second. Yeah. Slovakia third. And Poland fourth. Poland fourth. Yeah. Uh, Poland going out. Poland going out. And as Slovakia as well. Poland going out as fourth place mm. and Slovakia going out as third place. Well, I would say not so disappointing from Poland, mm -hmm. but I'd still say it's disappointing because mm. I was looking at their team, right? They've got quite recognizable names, <laughs> you know? Names that were, you, you know them from the big leagues. You know them from the big teams. And the fact that they're around. Yeah shows that they have some, you know, quality. For example, I know more 
Polish players than I know Austrian players. Mm, that's or even for the fact that Ukrainian players or Slovakia players or on Slo- their group, yeah. yeah. So um, and they've got arguably the best center forward in world football. Well, yeah, at the stage, yeah. Yeah, but then you can make that argument for England as well. Yeah, but England went through, right? England, England, England first England as England first, went yeah. As group winners, and yeah. Poland went out as group losers, dead bottom. <laughs> so it's, mm. that's a very different argument. Like I think that we'd have been, we'd be having a, a very very different conversation yeah. if England finished fourth. So Lewandowski was the star striker of yeah. this group, but there were two strikers who made the headlines, all the headlines in this group. One for the right reasons, Isaac, <laughs> and one, one for the wrong reasons. Alvaro, oh, <laughs> that guy has amassed so much, like value in transfer fees. I don't know what his agent does convinces the kind of. This is this is David Luiz all over again. Buy from Benfica for thirty, sell to PSG for fifty, buy back for thirty again. Like what's going I on? I mean, he went from Madrid to Juve, to Madrid. Back. To Chelsea, Chelsea Atletico, back to Juve. Wow, what? He just went around like three clubs, four clubs, mm. and I think he's probably amassed over two hundred million just in transfer fees. More, definitely yeah, more. Yeah, for sure. Um, but what a crap tournament he's had. What a Morata tournament he's had. I mean, I mean <laughs> why is he playing? No, listen. Why is he playing? Here we go. Rant number two, boy. <laughs> no, just think about it. Right? Yeah. Just, just, just put your brain cells to work. You know? Just think about it. Mm-hmm. Do Spain have a lack of strikers? No. No. They got Gerard Moreno, who's been playing as a winger. Probably the second, probably mm-hmm. the highest Spanish scorer. Yeah. If I my memory serves correct. Yago they Aspas, got, got not Yago even Aspas, selected. Not even in the same. You know? What's going on? Right? I Why is he? Pl- the fact that he's playing is, what's it called? It's Luis Enrique's fault. Mm. You know, Luis Enrique's. Let's let's just get this out it's, there. It's his, it's his fault. The team selection, just the squad selection in general. Like, are you kidding me, man? Adama Traore probably had the worst season. I don't even think he played like more than ten games. I think he had no, no. He played. But he was so bad. That he it was felt so like he bad. Yeah. Um, I think he has one goal and one assist all season. And he's one of the forward options. And Iago Aspas with he, the 40-goal contributions. Adam Torrey has two goal and assist contributions more than me. <laughs> Maybe you should. He has one more goal than me. The Spanish embassy <laughs> and the passport. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. Or if you want to sponsor <laughs> us, you know. <laughs> State-sponsored podcasts. Well, Controversial, but we won't go there. Um, no, um, Spain though, ridiculous, ridiculous. I mean, they've been disappointing in their play, whatnot. They don't really have a structure that they need to play with. Aspilicueta, who's been playing as a center back, is playing as a right back. Yeah, yeah, he, he started one game and they won 5-0. That's my Champions League winning captain right there. Uh, El Capitano. Yeah, you could say like, you know, Busquets also started that one game as well. And Pablo Sarabia also started that Pablo one game. Pablo Sar- legends, legends of the game. Unreplaceable. Why is Sarabia playing? I don't understand. Why is Sarabia in the squad? <laughs> he barely makes PSG's mm. like lineup. Bench. He yeah, barely bench. makes their bench, uh-huh. not the lineup. I, I, I um, don't remember Sarabia coming on for like a Champions League game or no. something. 
you kind of feel under like under Herrera plays for PSG. Under Herrera plays. I mean, not slightly different roles, but like yeah, no. still, you know, yeah. that's the comparison. Yeah. Um, you get Eric Garcia starting. Eric Garcia didn't even play all season. He he played Not three only games. That, but when he played, Manchester City fans will tell you yeah, how he, good he was. Gerard, just another Gerard Piquet. Honestly, worse than Piquet. I I like even Piquet made that joke. Like when I came from Manchester, I won the Champions League. Mm. He he's coming while he's losing. So it was a joke and fun humor and whatnot. But I have to say, like. Spain look like a mess, and I don't think... Do they get past the round of 16? Well, who are they playing? They are playing Croatia. Oh, no, yeah, Croatia. I think they get past Croatia. I, I don't think, think so. I, th- I think they get past Croatia. Mm. I think they should be favorites, like, like in, in any logic. Mm-hmm. I mean, Croatia, man, come on. But Spain... They got, like, a dinosaur carrying them through. That might be true, but Spain, come on. They've got Morata carrying them through. <laughs> no, they've got Martin Dubravka carrying them through. Let's, let's be clear. Listen, if, you, if you look at Spain, right? Yeah, Yeah, sure, Morata's been really bad. Mm-hmm. But he's been bad because those kind of opportunities fall to his feet mm-hmm. and he misses them. Mm-hmm. You just change that one thing and everything should start clicking, right? Okay. You get someone who can just look at the goal. Mm-hmm. instead of the fans mm-hmm. and I think you're scoring one or two more goals right the issue isn't just with the Morata though remember Lewandowski's goal against Spain yeah. he just bullied Laporte like Laporte is supposed to be a big strong defender and he just gets bullied like but he's that is absolutely Lewandowski. come on like the I know the fourth place Lewandowski fourth place Lewandowski for sure but I think that mm-hmm. was like individual brilliance yeah um fair um Predictions here. Abdurrahman thinks Spain are going through against Croatia. We'll get to the round 16 quickly. All right. let's go, let's get Last to group, the big group. France, then Germany, then Portugal, and finally Hungary. I think probably the, by far the best group. Oh, for sure. Expected and it delivered. Yeah. So many times. I mean, just yesterday we so were. So many times groups don't deliver. Yeah. So many times we're just like, what is going on? Like, why is, you know, this such a boring tournament? But yeah. like. The tournament completely delivered. Sorry, the group completely delivered. All those teams performed really, really well. Especially Hungary. You wouldn't have given them a chance. At one point... We thought... (laughs) At at one point, it was France and Hungary going through. Yeah. With... uh, Portugal finishing third. No, with Germany finishing third and Portugal Portugal going third. When they were just... When they got the 4-1. Yeah. Yeah. Portugal was going to finish fourth with three points. That was like a very, very exciting game at one point. Mm. Um, <coughs> very happy to like, we, we were, Omar and I were watching both um, the, games. The, yeah, both the games at the same time. Mm. And it was a very, very thrilling match. Our eyes were on one screen, then the other, then the yeah. other, then the other. That I, moment when Germany finally scored and then and conceded then straight from kickoff, you're like, no, they're done. Yeah. But they uh, came back, Goretzka. Yeah, eight goals in over two games, two twos. Two, two. Two, 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 two. Two games of two twos. It was was very fun, very mm. exciting for neutral fans. One game having three penalties, of which two were highly controversial. Yeah. Well, you I could mean, argue all three, three were, were controversial. Yeah. Um, um. I mean, Benzema scoring the only non-penalty goal. 
Great finish, by the way. Great finish. Great ball as well. Yeah, and Jerry would have chipped that, and it would have been even better, and he would have celebrated. <laughs> With any side. Yeah, and, you know, very soon he would be the top scorer of the country, but here we are. Still sitting in second place. Stuck with uh, crime Benzema 19. Mm. Well, I, I think that's a group that, like, you know, if anyone just, like, looks over the names, if whatever you could imagine, whatever the excitement you can imagine, mm. I'm telling you, you, they got it. Yeah. They were brilliant. The group was brilliant. The teams were brilliant. And they performed. They're France like a little disappointing? Lethargic, I would say so. Mm -hmm. um, I think rusty. Yeah. But quality carried them through. Yeah. Um, There's just too much individual see, brilliance in there. Yeah, like, I mean, thinking about it, right? Mm -hmm. When they're playing knockout football, yeah. that over the through top balls to Mbappé are going to work wonders. Yeah, we saw it with the Semedo penalty, you yeah. know? Yeah. You know, it's just going to be like that and they're going to get through. So they got some. I mean, even Pogba turns. Mm. Pogba for France is so so good. Like you know, he's just. I mean, when he puts on that red shirt, you're just like, what is going on, right? Who is this? Um, tech of a footballer, <laughs> but like, when he's playing for France, he's just so so good, and he's been so good, um, over the group stages, linked with Kante, you know, and threw in any man with two legs and he probably got the best one of the best midfielders yeah. in, the whole, in the whole competition so and that is what we've seen you know yeah. Rabio or Talisa whoever it's just these two pulling the strings Kante and Pogba Pogba you know running games yeah. just single-handedly I mean his shot that Rui Patricio saved yesterday mm. oh, that like moment of football one moment yeah. you think it's going in and then it gets saved Gets up, saves again, rebound, it's, yeah. It's like uh, amazing Beautiful. stuff. Um, you think that it's always just going to be over the top to uh, Mbappe, Mbappe but then yeah. you need a plan B and you got a plan C. Mm. Uh, their fullbacks ain't, aren't bad either. They got two brothers playing left back. Well, one brother, <laughs> one the other brother. brother, never brother we don't know what's yeah. really going on with him, but yeah. yeah. So it's like a lot of things, but... Uh, I, I think I think France are probably the easy favorites as always. Yeah. Rightly so. They got they're loaded. They're loaded. Like, I mean, unfortunately, Dembele limped out of the tournament because mm -hmm. he got injured. Who did they bring on? Kingsley Coman. Like, Kings. Mm. Come on. The guy who won apparently, eleven straight league titles in the world. Apparently today, uh, Talvan also had an injury. That's another winger down. Yeah, I think that was like fourth choice winger. <laughs> fourth choice, fifth choice, but fourth choice, fifth choice winger. But yeah, it I, is. I don't think he would have played. Uh, yeah, that I don't games. even think he plays now. Yeah, that, uh, like Griezmann that. and Mbappe are the first choice, and then you've got Dembele and Coman, and then you've got Talvan. So fifth choice, I guess, really. Fifth choice, right. Yeah. But that's third and fifth choice gone, so now they only have three options available. Who are they? Mbappe, Griezmann, and... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty sure... Coman. Like, you know, Deschamps has played uh, Sissoko as left wing before. Oh yeah, so, Sissoko. Yeah, those are like the sort of makeshift players, though. Taliso can play there as well. Yeah. There as well. Um, so yeah. But they can replace them, right? Like yeah. injury clause, Alan San Maximal or someone like. Mm. They're not short of options. Yeah. Right. They're not really short of options. Um, let's go to number two, Germany. Three, four, three. Um, Gosens and Kimmich, I on the wings. Yeah. Just I would, I I would say, eight out of that eleven is really good. Mm. Oh, who are the three? 
The three center backs. <laughs> a Champions League winning Antonio Rudiger? Absolutely dreadful. That that three center backs. Listen. It's the, the no the three center backs collectively, you know. Just because he bit a player, all of a sudden he's bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened to Luis Suarez, right? But like, that three center backs together are mm. horrible. They have zero chemistry. Yesterday, a hungry second goal. They were signing with Liverpool playing as. Ginter right was gone for a walk. Hummels Ginter. is too slow to cover for him. They, they, they don't have the right chemistry. Yeah. Hummels and Ginter together are very slow. Yeah. Right? They only got Rudiger, who's got pace. Maybe Lowe is like playing them for pace. Yeah. But, or because he won the Champions League, he's not the greatest defender. But the thing is, they don't have anyone else. You're not going to play Sula. Sula, that, there is he's no. Even slower. He's yeah. Even slower. Um, I I think this is like a big thing that they need to work on. Yeah. Either they need to play Kimmich in midfield and mm-hmm. much deeper, mm. or either they need to play Gretzka all the time because he hasn't been starting. He plays all the time and he covers that def- uh, that back three, right? Mm. Because there's a <coughs> lot of defensive vulnerabilities there, and even looking at, at it, right? Yeah. Um, their game against France. Mm-hmm. Germany against France. Yeah. France defended really well. And they have the defenders that they can do that, right? They had Varane and Kimpembe put on a shift with Kante, you know, locked out the midfield and that, like, penalty box mm-hmm. area. Mbappe won through ball and Mbappe was through. Yeah. One through ball and Mbappe was through. There was this one moment where it was just a loose ball and Mbappe just came out of the blue. Against Hummels. Beat, uh, beat Hummels to, yeah. like... You are His not touch let him down there. Otherwise, that was you, a goal. Yeah, you are not going to win... A foot race. Like, not a foot... You're not going to win, like, a tournament with Zip. this kind of, like, vulnerabilities. Like, anyone with pace can just get in behind you. This is not FIFA. The thing is, you have to accommodate for this defense. And I feel like this might, this could work if they play, like, very deep. But when they play a high line and there's like 40 yards between the defenders and the keeper and then yeah. there's Mbappe running into that space, I mean, Hummel's not going to catch No, I, I completely agree yeah. with you. Um, they need but to I don't see them playing very deep either. There's no way low plays deep. I'm, I, don't, I don't see them playing yeah. very deep either. They don't, with all due respect, but I don't think their attack is that young anymore. Yeah. Because apart from Havertz, Werner doesn't start. Okay, Simon plays not as a winger, as a central yeah. attacking midfielder. You know, Havertz has probably been their most furthest forward player. For, he's, playing, he's been playing as the role that he's been playing with Chelsea. Yeah. And I think that is something greatly that's been adapted. Yeah. Uh, but we've seen Muller come on for Sané, completely different kind of players. Mm. One is more technical and more spatial yeah. player. One is more pace and power. So. Yeah. Um, you can tell that there's no one system that mm-hmm. Germany are playing, unlike their infamous 4 2 3 one that won them so much. Yeah. Or, deliver them so much success um so let's go into the round of 16 just from here yeah. picking up right from here germany versus yeah. england it's been two bad sides two very like, given the fact that england have scored two goals mm-hmm. and looking at germany's bad defense mm-hmm. i don't know like, what's <laughs> gonna happen like i feel like that's like you know the two opposite sides right yeah um I would think Germany would go through. Yeah. Like, that's the logical mm. answer. Um, probably also because Germany has just done 
England so many times over. Over the years. Yeah. Yeah. And I know England are still thinking of, like, getting revenge or whatnot, but I don't think it's happening. It's not happening. Um, no, I completely agree. I think I think this, this English team, on paper, is far superior to the German team, in my opinion. Individual quality, yes. Yeah. But Gareth Southgate Actually, tax. I wouldn't I would even say that. I, I would. I would say that. The defense. Yeah, I know. I, I would just, but like, I don't. I don't think. I know. I know. Hummels is slow and bad, but is he any worse or like, any worse? Is he any like different to like I don't know John Stones? Stones can run. <laughs> Maguire can't. <laughs> yeah, Maguire. Can. But no, I I know Hummels or Maguire. The English defense isn't the best but i feel it's still better than it's Germany. compact yeah. I, f- I feel like as as a team as like when they play together they're better yeah southgate as, football yeah n- not mm. only that but i feel mm. like the problem with german is this there's too much is that room when they play together they mm-hmm. don't fit yeah i feel like they need one more player that is either kind of in between that defensive ability and pace mm-hmm. rather than it being completely slow and just good at stand tackles and whatnot you know you need someone with a little bit more physicality in there mm. someone who can actually cover spaces I, I wouldn't even put i wouldn't even be afraid to put Kimmich in there okay you know just so someone can at center me. back yeah okay <laughs> then who plays right back i'm pretty sure they can go cover someone completely we can play there um okay so here at the sixth league, you've heard it. Germany versus England. Germany are going through. Let's finish this side of the bracket first, all the way to the final. Okay. Um, next team, uh, next game, Sweden Ukraine. Ooh. This is gonna be a tough. This is gonna be a very end-to-end game. I, I feel, feel like it's, yeah, especially the way Sweden play. Right? Yeah. We've seen Alexander Isak run. Um, I'm gonna go for Sweden. Mm-hmm. They top their group. Yeah. High on confidence. Yeah. Uh. What about you? You think Andrei Shevchenko is going to pull something out of his <laughs> very good-looking suit? He looks very good. He looks very good. Mancini, you have some strong competition in terms of looks with the suits just, and all. Just in terms of look, nothing else. <laughs> um, Not in terms of football. You know what? Sweden have... I want to make this interesting and just say Sweden. Oh, sorry, uh, Ukraine. Because I feel... Yarmolenko, man. That guy is... That guy's so good. Uh, Another Gareth Bale situation, maybe. I don't know what you want to call it. Nah. For a country, this guy turns up always. I feel like Sweden have a better core as well. I, uh, I do agree. Know. I just think that on the counter, I feel like Sweden will be the team in charge of that game. They yeah. will like, control the game more. And I think on the counter, Ukraine. But that is one game that I will definitely be tuning into. I feel like it'll be a game, maybe it'll just be 1-0 or 2-1. Mm-hmm. But it will be more end-to-end. Than England Germany most probably. Let's be honest. England Germany, I feel like it's gonna be England parking the bus and just Germany not being able to it over yeah. to Sterling and probably Bukayo Saka. Uh, one long ball and hope Kane just flicks it onto yeah. one of the wingers running. Yeah. Probably be, Kane is probably the one that's gonna mm. be playing that ball. Mm, yeah, that, that's true as well. Um, next game, Netherlands Czech Republic. I think. I Straightforward. Feel like that's like a no-brainer. Yeah. I hope Czech Republic put up a fight and give us something to watch. Patrick Schick's had a very good tournament. Yeah, he's he's third, he's second in the Golden Boot with yeah. uh, three goals. So three goals, yeah. But uh, I hope 
I think um, Netherlands are too strong. Netherlands overall quality is yeah. just so, so high. They've been very good. I'm just saying, if Van Dijk was playing as his team, they would definitely be in the top three favorites. Serious contenders. Top three favorites yeah. for sure. Um, finally, we've got Wales Denmark. Another great game. Another great game. Um, I think Denmark. I think, I think this is even closer than Ukraine. Sweden? Sweden. I think this is closer than Ukraine, Sweden. Okay. Wales have been actually decent, you know? I agree with that. You know? Yeah. I mean, they don't have Robson Kanu this time around, but like... No, Kroos' turn. But they got Dan James. They got Dan James. I just feel like Denmark... You know, okay, interesting fact. Denmark have not lost any of the three games on XG. When creating, they have been very good in all three games, mm-hmm. even despite the the first game, which we've already talked yeah. about against Finland. And they have been very fun to watch, even against Belgium. For a little while, we thought, you know what? Yeah, they, they might just come away with the result. Just, yeah, for sure. And that final game, I mean, four goals right there. You know, I think they took out all the anger and frustration from those first two games into that. Yeah. Um, I completely see your point. And there's, I, al- there's also just one more fact. There's also that mental psychology, what they've been through. They probably want to do it for their friend. Yeah. And uh, yeah. As, as great as it sounds, uh-huh. sentimentally and everything, um, I disagree. <laughs> it would be great if they yeah. managed to do it for Christian Erickson, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like mentally it's also taken a lot of toll on them. That's just true. think of it they've gone through so many emotions in the span of two weeks mm-hmm. right uh they're definitely gonna try hard and go on but they got limits but yeah um before the tournament started like you just think about like how much of a key player Erickson would have been that's true right yeah on the pitch performances or right? yeah what are you gonna do with it and just looking at like how the kind of like you know how they lost to finland Mm-hmm. Right. Granted, the circumstances and whatnot, but the situations of leading up to the goal, the defending and everything. But but you have to. I mean, that was most more. That was more of a one-off game. That keeper just had a ridiculous. I mean, a penalty. They missed a penalty. That that was just one-off ridiculous yeah. performance from the keeper. I feel. I think ninety-nine times out of a hundred, Denmark win that game. Denmark win that Even game. in those circumstances and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean. They they were far superior. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, and no, no if doubt, we're talking yeah. about individual quality, there's more in this Denmark team than there I is. Agree. I agree. You've I got agree. Bale. You've got Ramsey. No, no, no. I I completely yeah. agree. Individually, yeah. I think Denmark are hidden, but Delaney as well. Man. Like he's been so yeah. good, right? Like I think individually, Den- the, this Danish team is much better. Mm. Um, Champions League winner Andreas Christensen, baby. But like looking at Wales, yeah. Twenty sixteen is still very fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. Qualifying for twenty twenty eighteen. You know, Wait, twenty eighteen, the World Cup as well. World yeah. Cup, but like also twenty twenty. Yeah. So like you know, I don't want to say this is the golden generation of Wales, but probably the greatest Welsh player ever mm. playing right now, mm. right? Dan and, James. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and Gareth Wales, and you know, now he's an balding. average average player with four Champions League medals. Only, um, I feel like he's pretty important. Yeah. Okay, so the first game. Uh, let's let's just finish this side of the bracket now. Let's go into the quarterfinal. You predicted Sweden and Germany. Yes. So they will play each other. 
I, I, I Germany goes through. Germany right. goes through. All right. Um, yeah, I agree. I think Germany are far too strong for Sweden. Sweden yeah. yeah, and especially in the knockout tournaments, that's where your experience comes in. Like when you have Cruz, yeah. when you have you know Hummels, Neuer, whatever, you know, I think that experience well, like is gonna pay off. Looking at it, right? Yeah. And looking at um, them playing England mm-hmm. and then playing Sweden, I feel like England are stronger than Sweden. That's true. So having already gone through that stage, I don't think there will be any be like a step yeah. back. Yeah. We disagreed about Wales and Denmark who would go through, yeah, but, but I'm pretty Denmark sure we will both agree whoever goes through will play Netherlands. I think and the, the Netherlands-Germany will be a very, very good semifinal. That would be a very good semifinal, Netherlands-Germany. Who goes through from that? That's a very tough one. I would say Netherlands. Netherlands? Just because of how inconsistent Germany have been. Mm-hmm. Unless if they patch something up by then. Yeah. I think Netherlands... The thing is, in 2018, we saw something very similar with France, who had a horrific group stage where they looked yeah. terrible. But terrible. They, but like... All of a sudden, the round of 16 unless, started. Unless and if Timo Werner is charging something else, mm. you know? Turbo Timo. Yeah, and... I mean, they can play really well with, like, the, the likes of Sané and yeah. Werner and, like, Havertz, but... Unless if something changes, unless yeah. like something clicks, um, it's not really gonna happen, right? Yeah. So let's see though. Let's see. But I, I, I would still put Netherlands because they also got to the Conference League, not not the Conference League, the um, Nations League, Nations League final as well, and lost to Portugal. Yeah. So um, um, they've been they've been good as a team. Together, yeah. And it's been coming for. A couple of years now. And, you know, they I haven't mean, made the last two professional they, they tournaments. Were, yeah, Their they were, fans like, were... in the mud. Yeah. And so they've, like, risen from the ashes and yeah. whatnot. So I, I think this is their recovery. Um, okay, so Netherlands from this side of the fixtures Bra- yeah. for the bracket would go through to the final. Let's go to the round of 16 from the other side of the bracket. The first game, big game, Belgium-Portugal. Who do you think? Belgium. Yeah. Belgium? Portugal have been... I think... If Renato Sanchez starts instead of William Carvalho, they might have a chance. I think Renato Sanchez will start. Mm-hmm. But... You can't just rule out Cristiano Ronaldo, though. Come on. Yeah, listen. Uh, I look like a real clown right now when I said, when I said on the like podcast, don't pick Ronaldo. 12 million, he's 36-year-old. Five goals. He's got five goals. Like, I mean... Come on. Um, I think four were penalties three, or three? Three were three. penalties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, regardless, I am, but that's not what I'm concerned about. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned about that defense. Ruben Diaz. Ruben Diaz has Semedo. Shaky. Mm-hmm. You know, Semedo's injured. I think he'll be back. Mm-hmm. But Cancelo might <laughs> you, be you, back. Even if he's not back, they've got Dalo. Cancelo might be back. Mm. That would that, that would definitely would improve really them. Help them so so much. Yeah, but then again, first game back and you're throwing him against Carrasco. You know that. Yeah, who's been on like a ridiculous or form. Hazard, like, or you never know. But We're or talking about Thorgan. Or both, or all, th- all, <laughs> all both, both, both hazards. Um, yeah. But just, I think overall quality, mm-hmm. given all the f- kind of form that like you know. De Bruyne and Lukaku, these guys are De Bruyne all, especially, yeah. just returned seamlessly into this 11. Um, just I too mean, strong. Just, just looking at it, right? Yeah. If, if this was Ronaldo back in 2016 or 2012, I, th- I felt like it would have been much more even. Yeah. But uh, 
if Jota learns to score the ball a little bit more. Or just pass. Or just pass. Yeah. Perhaps Bruno Fernandes again. He's not going to play, let's be honest. He's, I not, think. he's not even making the starting lineup. Right? Yeah. He's going to come on as a sub. And he's been poor as well. The difference between Portugal in 16 and now was that at that time in every game, they were headed as the underdogs. They didn't yeah. have enough quality. Now they, they do have, have the quality. They have the names. They yeah. have the names. But like Bruno Fernandes, he's, he, I don't think he's going like to better than 7 out of 10 rating. Right. Okay, but you've got Ru- Felix on the bench who's Ru- not even Diaz. playing. I'm surprised João Felix isn't playing. He hasn't played, he yeah. Um, even as like a wing, because he can play mm-hmm. down the wing, right? Especially in games where we've seen Jota mess up so many chances, you know? Like, exactly. Bernardo's been the one going off and Jota stayed. And for like the likes of Bruno Fernandes. Exactly. Well. Um, but I still think Belgium just have the like... Too much firepower. I mean, just... They're very clean and colorful, right? Mm. I can see Lukaku getting past Ruben Diaz and that's it. Mm. Like, goal. Individually, I think even in defense, Portugal have the better names. And we talked about how shaky Belgium's defense is, but I think Belgium are more compact in defense than Portugal. And I just feel like they're better than them. Not not based on the names. The names, obviously, Portugal has them. But if you put a back five with Roberto Martinez, who's proven himself to be a very good cup manager he's not a good league manager but he's so good uh, in yeah. cup games um i just think they are, they're too good no i i kind of agree with you on that <coughs> point um mm-hmm. i i think this is probably the best portugal team we've seen in, in like 20 years in maybe like, yeah in terms of names yeah but in terms of playing together the chemistry and whatnot it's mm. still needs a lot of work and yeah. i think that might help them a little bit after Cristiano Ronaldo retires and if he retires and when he retires. Mm. Um, probably the World Cup next year is probably. his last major yeah. tournament. Um, okay, so we both agree Belgium. Um, next game, Italy, Austria. Italy. Italy. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's just skip this. David, skip Al- this. David Alaba country club. <laughs> country <laughs> national team. Al- Alaba FC. Basically. Yeah. FC. Yeah. Um, next game, France, Switzerland. Uh, ooh, let's <laughs> uh, let's think about this one. Um, yeah, no, we got we got a clear winner there. Last game, which we've already talked about a bit, Croatia, Spain. <sighs> Spain go through. Yeah. I, I disagree. Croatia, I think. Croatia. They play more like a team than Spain do. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree on that, but. They just don't have the players. I, I feel like at the end of the day, uh, they're just still too reliant on an almost 36-year-old who isn't Ronaldo. Mm. You know, come on. You can't be expecting your midfielders to score all your goals, right? You can't rely on Paris, Modric, like these guys to come up with the goods all the time, right? But they have. Yeah, but I know, <laughs> but have. like for how much longer? They don't have a proper recognized striker who can actually deliver a goal threat they don't have a recognized striker and they're still getting the goals spain do have two recognized strikers playing and they're well, still not getting the goals spain, spain have scored like seven goals eight goals this tournament they've scored six goals and five of these came against slovakia which two were own goals so we've got that um well, still five goals are five goals it doesn't matter how they come i mean you could argue about croatia scoring four in their last game as well right yeah, or three or four against scotland i can't remember I think three three one right three one all right that's still decent um 
Okay, um, let's move on to the quarterfinals. We predicted Belgium and we predict Italy. Who goes? Those are the two big, two out of the three favorites that's that a, we considered. That's a semifinal in my eyes. That's that could be a final in my yeah, eyes. Semifinal honestly. or a final in my yeah. eyes. Yeah, I refuse to pick. I feel like, I feel like it's a it's a topic that we could go on for like a very very long time. Yeah, because it's. And we've already gone on this video for like a long time. Long time I think Belgium, Italy is like yeah. a topic that we could like yeah. really talk about. For There's too many factors yeah. that come into play. France versus Croatia slash Spain. I think we'll both agree who goes through from here. France. Croatia. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Now the winner of Belgium slash Italy will face France in the semifinal, which are arguably the three favorites. Yeah. Um, arguably, like some of the top three, mm. a lot of the players' top three favorites. Okay, if, okay, we don't, we won't do a head to head. Out of these three names, Belgium, Italy, France, who do you think has the best chance of reaching the semi final? Just just the semis. Yeah. Uh -huh, France. France. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm gonna disagree with you there. Say Italy. Yes, I don't think France are gonna win this tournament. I don't think France Historically, are. whenever I've seen Italy, except for the 2006 World Cup, they've been very disappointing. Mm -hmm. And that, when I saw the 2006 <coughs> World Cup, it was one of my first... Footballing memories. Footballing memories. The thing so is, seeing, 2006 was so long so ago. I know, I know. Yeah. But like, every time after that, yeah. they've just been so bad. But, but we just talked about how Netherlands, the added motivation they have is the disappointment of the last two tournaments. You could ar make the same argument with Italy, you know? They haven't been that great. Um, yeah. Uh, that like might push them. Their situation is very similar to the mm. Netherlands, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, yeah, I just feel like this France team has been... They've got too much quality, that's the problem. So you don't want to write just, them off. I just feel like... But they've been disappointing. Yeah, but... They've just got too much quality, that's the, the problem. The thing is that when you got too much quality, right? Yeah. Some of your players can have an off day and someone else will fill in the shoes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If Pogba has an off day, you can reckon Kante will spread the play. Yeah. Right? You know, if... Griezmann's not you running, got, you've you got, got Mbappe, Benzema, Benzema Mbappe. whatever, yeah. If not them, you got Coleman. If not Coleman... Kimbembe's having a bad game, no problem, Varane. So, like, there's just too much cover for France. They've got so many good center... They've got two center backs playing as fullbacks. <laughs> Lucas Hernandez <laughs> plays as a full yeah. center back, so... Mm. There's just so much going on, like... I just don't see them, you know, crashing out mm. logically. It's just logically, it's just hard to predict it. If anyone yeah. says France aren't favorites, mm -hmm. they're just trying to popularize an unpopular opinion, mm. or they're just going on law of averages that like, okay, France can't win everything yeah. forever, right? Someone else else to win it. So if I mm. call them as not being favorites, I was so smart. Logically, mm. you weren't. They but Italy, got, uh, no, Italy and Belgium have looked better than them. That I'm going off. Currently, yes. Mm -hmm. But imagine Mbappe running against Bonucci and Chiellini. We saw Mbappe. Uh, who did they? They drew against Hungary and Portugal. We didn't see Mbappe do much against uh, the game we watched yesterday with Portugal, right? Against Portugal. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was Karim Mustafa Benzema carrying yeah. them. Yeah. Um, I guess they, I mean... Again, off days. One guy has yeah. an off day, the other guy but fills it. But if you think about it, how many times Renato Sanchez mm. dropped in deep to help that right-hand side, right? And 
on the other hand, like you know, on mm. Francis' right hand side, they had Tuliso, yeah, up and Griezmann, who were way too deep. Yeah, they were almost playing as a four-four-two, which yeah. didn't really help them a lot. Yeah. Okay, so you would say that France is gonna win that semi-final? I I would say France will. Win. All right, that's fair. I I'd say the winner of Italy Belgium. I'm more cons- I think Italy and Belgium, whoever goes through will beat France. I don't know if you remember the 2018 semi-final. Belgium were the better team against France. Oh yeah, no. Uh, listen, that Aiden but, Hazard masterclass. But yeah, <laughs> again, you know that Hazard masterclass and the fact that you know your go kart missed an easy chance as well. Oh, don't disrespect the second French, French top scorer of all time. Um, Champions League winner Olivier Giroud. Mbappe yeah. bottled that final, but not Giroud because he didn't play. <laughs> oh my god, he didn't get to bottle it, but right. uh, he does have European final goals though. He does. Regardless of that, um, just I feel like that Belgium team 2018, great side, and mm-hmm. I think they would have won the World Cup had they gone through. Yeah. I thought they were better than what's I call France, that team. And if it weren't for a certain, you know, robot, robot just crossing into the legs of Umtiti and Varane. <laughs> I felt like they would have done better. The robot has been phenomenal this tournament. And Hazard's been the one obviously coming back from injury, yeah. not performing as great. So, yeah, um, we're at the final. Netherlands versus France, Italy slash Belgium. Who wins? I don't see, you know, just saying those names out loud, I don't see Italy That's making it to the final. You don't see, oh, wow, Okay. You heard it here. You you heard it here, and we will be back in a month's time. I think July 11th is the final. Well, it's Who's not even a month. Three it's weeks. been two weeks, three weeks, yeah. We'll be back here, and I'll be we'll saying Abdurrahman. sooner, hopefully. You called me if a madman. aren't too busy with... Uh, University? Yeah. <laughs> or, or packing? Or packing. <laughs> um, Italy are winning the Euros. I'm calling it now, Abdurrahman. Italy. I, th- I think one of France or Netherlands are winning their Euros. So, if Italy make it to the final against Netherlands, you'd predict the Netherlands to win? Isn't that, like, impossible? What do you mean? Right, like, Italy and Netherlands playing each other? Like no, no, no. Netherlands, we've already decided they're on the easy bracket. Oh, yeah, they're on the right-hand side. Yeah. On um, the left-hand side, if Italy make it to the final, yeah, I think if they make it to the final, Italy will win. Mm. Because Italy, like, they got a lot more leadership and, you know... When you get into the final, a lot other, a lot keepers. more keepers. We're forgetting keepers. Keepers are an important part, and Italy yeah, have think, a really good yeah, one. You know, is heads and shoulders above. Um, who's what's it called? Who's been starting for ne- Netherlands these days? Silasen. Silasen. I don't know. I can't remember who. I, I don't know. They don't really. Yeah. See, I've really seen. Um, but you know, I, you you can talk about the Italian defense all you want about them being old. They're still better than Netherlands. I mean, come on, blend. I mean, Ake is off the bench. Been, they've been, yeah, Ake has been horrible. Veltman. Speaking of the two, two goals that they conceded, yeah. they conceded when Ake came yeah. on. So, like, um, you know, Patrick Van Arnold and Dumfries just not yeah. even in defense. They're pr- practically wingers at this point. Um, I think I think if they get to the final, yeah, then um, what's it called? Italy win. Yeah. Because. But you don't predict them to get to the final. You but think I don't France? Th- I, I, I think, yeah, France. I think right. France are just... So France are winning the Euros? France or Netherlands, one of them. <laughs> well, yeah, because that's what the final is. <laughs> you got to choose one of them. That's how yeah, it's I, I know it's very stereotypical, <laughs> but like... 
France. France. No. You, you know, you, okay, we, that's we, fair. We watched the game yesterday. Right? Yeah. You think like, okay, Portugal might get this one. Yeah. Right. And France come back. Out of the blue, that um, that Benzema goal. Mm. Right. Just that pass from Pogba. You. It, it took like ten seconds for that play mm-hmm. to like be drawn up. Yeah. Benzema at thirty-three mm-hmm. got like ran past the center backs of Ruben Diaz and who is 23 and in his prime 10 years younger than Benzema yeah. literally in his like prime he just won player of the year prime, you know yeah. running around it just left him in the dust mm, but, and he's not even Mbappe mm, but but you have all these facts which is great that doesn't change the fact that France were winning and they gave a stupid hand well, that was one of the most I mean, stu- but what then, was Koundé you know, doing those, I, I don't know if those Three penalties are ever given again in this tournament. Mm. I'm that, sure that, that Kunde handball. Yeah, I think that w- that would have stayed because that was just, that was just bad. That was just, that was. Just, just I, uh, do you think that's just the player not you know playing so much? He just came on. He's still not fully. No, it wasn't that right. Like he blocked the first shot and yeah. the second shot, he was he started appealing. Yeah. Instead of keeping his arms down, like I don't know why you had to appeal, mm. but uh, regardless. Um, of who wins, whether it's like Italy, Netherlands, mm-hmm. or France, or Belgium, for yeah. that matter. Um, I think for yours, the knockout stages are probably the most exciting stages, except for the like yesterday's group games in Group F. Yeah, I don't think there were like some very exciting games where you're like, oh wow, mm-hmm. uh, except for like a handful, three or four. Yeah. So let's hope they can you know live up to the hype of these great matches that we're seeing hmm. uh hopefully england and germany isn't a boar fest but it's probably going to be a boar fest i feel like the hype for that game is unreal and then yeah. when the it's game actually a, comes it's also in england right it's so. in it's at wembley yeah uh, i think twenty five thousand capacity yeah so yeah um i guess that's it euros have been covered um we will obviously come back to these we will be we talking will. about, obviously, we have the Fantasy League to go through. We're going to make yeah. one for every stage now, round of 16. We've got quarterfinal, we've got semifinals, finals. We will be talking about the Euros a lot. But thank sure. you for joining us today, everybody. Um, yeah, please let us know what you think of our predictions. And let us know about your predictions down below in the comments. And let us know who you think will win the Euros. Um, and if it's not Italy. It should probably be France or Belgium. It should probably should be France, Belgium. <laughs> or maybe Netherlands, yeah. yeah. Um, you know what? No, actually, one thing just before we end. Who are the dark horses right now? Out of all these teams, who do you think have like that off chance of performing out of nowhere? From our analysis or the analysis of these pundits? No, our analysis. No, no. And our analysis, oh, I the think... The pundits are out. If, you, if they wanted to watch the pundits, they would tune into BBC or whatever. They wouldn't. Even they know that's not working. I mean, you've got Jermaine Genius speaking. Who wants to listen to him? Who could be the dark horses? Mm. Denmark? Spain? You know what? I'm going to argue Germany, Germany might be the Germany? dark. Yeah. You know, I, I thought about Germany a yeah. lot, but I, I don't know why. That's I, too big I a just, country yeah, too to big, call. It's yeah. too big of a team to be called dark horses. You could call England dark horses instead of Germany. Yeah. I, I, the thing is... I was gonna say Germany, yeah. but you, Germany cannot be the, the dark, dark horse because four-time World Cup winners. You know, it's like saying like Brazil are dark horses. Mm. You know, just yeah. not, just not happening. Just not happening. Croatia? No, not <laughs> happening. You if think they're going out, but they're if, not. If Croatia get past like 
if Croatia get to the semis, yeah. massive. My boy Matteo Victor Krom Kovacic is gonna get them through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in to this edition, the Euros knockout stage edition of the Six League podcast. Um, be sure to like, subscribe, um, let us know your thoughts in the comments, and yeah, thank you for joining us. We'll see you very soon on the Fantasy League podcast. Um, bye bye.